Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Empowered Radio. Today, we're going to talk about your metabolism. We are going to talk about what goes into uh, making up your metabolism and what accounts for the calories that you burn throughout the day. We're going to touch on things that you should focus on and things that you can control in terms of your calories. And we're going to touch on what you should not focus on and what you cannot control with your calories. And I am going to answer and discuss um, why you should not eat back the calories that you burn during exercise. I get that question a lot. So um, we're going to talk about all of that today. I am going to try to keep this short and sweet and also um, high level and not to, like too in the weeds and get too sciencey, um, just so that it's very easy to digest and understand. So <clears throat> if we just jump right in, um, we're going to talk about um, your metabolism first and total daily energy expenditure. So um, that is what accounts for all the calories that are burned throughout the day. So we're going to talk about um, first what goes into basically the four pieces that go into uh, your total daily energy expenditure. So the first thing is your BMR, and that is your basal metabolic rate. So uh, you can find that. Uh, you can go online and, and Google a BMR calculator, but that will um, take into account your sex, your age, your height, and your weight. And that will basically tell you the amount of calories that are needed to um, keep you alive. So as I always like to say, it's the amount of calories that are needed to keep the lights on. Um, that It's the amount of calories that you'll burn basically just waking up and being alive. So the next one is TEF, which is the thermic effective food. So this basically is the energy um, that's required for digestion, absorption, and then disposal. Uh, disposal of the ingested nutrients. So um, if you look at carbs and fats, they will burn anywhere from 5 to 15% of the calories consumed, whereas protein can be anywhere from 20 to 35% of the calories consumed. So I know I always, um, or I mentioned this, I know on the last episode, and I talked about how protein um, is... It's more satiating. It helps um, keep you full longer. And then it also burns more calories being digested um, compared to carbs and fats. So that's where that comes into play. Um, next would be NEAT, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And this one is definitely the most controllable variable in terms of um, the four I'm going to talk about. But this is just your um, daily movement outside of workouts or exercise activities. So 
this is just like your daily steps, cleaning the house, moving around, things um, of that nature. And then last is uh, TEE, which is thermic effective exercise. And I'm not laughing, but I kind of am because um, this one is the one that people focus on and worry about the most. And this one is actually, it makes up the smallest portion of the calories that you burn throughout the day. So um, again, that one is simply the calories that you expend during exercise. So um, now that we've named the four things that make up the total amount of cal or the um, what accounts for the calories that you burn throughout the day, we're going to touch on what you should focus on and then what you should not focus on. So um, the first thing that you should focus on in terms of what's controllable would be your calories in. So easy enough, it's, it's a, you know, tracking and accounting for the calories that you eat. You can do this with pencil and paper. Um, I recommend just downloading a free app. I use my fitness pal and this is simply weighing and logging the food that you take in in a day. Um, and that is how you account for the calories that you take in. So that is controllable. You can easily control the amount of food that goes into your mouth. Um, and then the other one is your neat. And I know I have talked about this a bajillion times, but um, having a daily step goal is one of the easiest ways to control your non-exercise activity thermogenesis and ensure that you are getting adequate daily movement in. And it's so easy. And I know I've mentioned this before too, but it's accessible to literally everyone. Everyone can get up and walk. You don't have to join a gym to do that. It's getting nice outside. Um, so again, having a step goal is huge. Highly recommend it. Um, but that is a way that you can control your NEAT. Um, other things that you can do are things like parking further away when you go to the grocery store, uh, taking the stairs versus an elevator um, or an escalator, walking your dog, things like that. So those are the two things that you should be focusing on because you can control those. So you can control your calories coming in and you can control the amount of steps that you get in a day. Now, with the NEAT part and controlling the steps, not everyone is going to um, be able to have the same step goal. Some people are going to have higher step goals. That's okay. You need to work with what works for you um, and what's practical for you. So if you're someone who is extremely sedentary, maybe you sit in front of a computer all day and you average one to 2,000 steps, you know, your step goal might not be 10,000 when you first start out. It might be you know, three or 4,000. Again, this is something that you can gradually increase. Um, you don't have to like set it crazy high right off the bat, but it's little things that you can do to, you know, just increase your movement throughout the day. Um, but again, you can control the amount of movement that you get. Even if you are sitting in front of a computer, there are things that you can do. Like I mentioned, um, parking further away, taking the stairs, even setting a timer and getting up like every half hour or every hour while you're working and just making a lap around your house or at the office or whatever it is so that you're getting some movement in. Um, those are all things that you can do to be able to increase that goal. Okay, so now the one thing that you should not focus on, and I know I've talked about this before, but you should not focus on calorie burn. So the thermic effective exercise is the one thing that is the most um, or the hardest to control. So 
when you're talking about dieting and we all know we need to be in a calorie deficit, the easiest things that you can control um, are the food coming in and then your daily movement in terms of your need. But really your food coming in, that one is easiest to control. You know, when you're, you know, at your calorie limit, you have a budget. So it's easy to control the food coming in. Now, the calories going out, that's harder to control in terms of the exercise. And that's simply because fitness trackers are highly inaccurate. And I know I've talked about that before, but studies have shown they are, I think it was anywhere from 20 to like 80 or 90% inaccurate, which is a massive discrepancy. So I love an Apple Watch. I have one. Um, There is absolutely nothing wrong with fitness trackers. And I think they're awesome to have and set goals on. And I have a move goal on mine. But at the end of the day, I don't use that to eat back extra calories or feel like I have to hit that number because if not, I feel like a failure. My Apple Watch serves two purposes for me. One is to track my daily steps. Um, I aim for 10,000 a day. And then the second is a timer <laughs> for when I'm at the gym. I set it for um, an hour or I you know, turn the timer on and I like it to, I don't like to go over an hour for my workout. Um, so those are the two reasons that I use my watch. I love it for that. And in terms of calorie burn, I don't ever look and see how many calories I burn when I'm working out because it's insignificant. It doesn't mean anything. I don't weight train to burn calories. I weight train to burn um, or to build muscle. And so I don't really care or look at the calories that are burned um, during a workout or even cardio. So again, one reason is because it, they're highly inaccurate. Um, the second is, like I mentioned before, this is the smallest component of your metabolism and the calories burned throughout the day. So this one is like the most insignificant to focus on um, because one, it's the smallest bang for your buck. And two, it's highly uncontrollable. Um, it's very hard to control. And then the last one, and this one is really, really important um, because a lot of people fall victim to this, but you can develop a really unhealthy relationship with your calories and your exercise. So things like, um, you know, I can eat more food if I burn more calories or I just need to go run off that Snickers bar that I ate or, um, you know, I had some beer, so I'm going to do some extra cardio, those kind of things. So we get in a really bad um, and I've been guilty of that before. Um, thankfully, I don't do that anymore because I've lived and learned. But um, I think a lot of people fall victim to that and feel like they need to burn off the calories from their weekend or whatever. So again, it can create a really um, unhealthy relationship between exercise and calorie intake. So those three um, reasons are big enough, I think, to not focus on your calorie burn. At the end of the day, um, the two things that you want to worry about, again, are the calories that you are taking in. And then the thing that you can control, which is your um, NEAT, so the, the movement outside of the gym is going to burn far more calories throughout the day than the calories that you burn in your hour session at the gym. Now, um, why you shouldn't eat back calories burned. So I'm going to try to explain this um, as simple as possible. The short answer when people say, should I eat back the calories that I burn um, when I work out is no. The reasoning behind that is because 
when you go online or um, maybe you're doing this on paper and you're using, I don't know, the Harris Benedict formula or whatever. Um, but we'll just say online because that's easy. And I think a lot of people have gone to a um, macro calculator online or um, and put their information in to see you know what it spits out. So you know that it will ask for uh, your sex, your age, your height, and your weight. So those things, um, like I said before, that is what will figure up your basal basal metabolic rate, so your BMR. And then it will ask you your activity level. So it'll ask if you're sedentary, if you're lightly active, um, somewhat active, very active. It will ask all of those questions so that it knows what activity level to multiply your BMR by to get your total daily energy expenditure. So basically the your maintenance calories, the amount of calories um, that are needed to keep your um, maintain your weight and keep your body going at your age, your height, your weight, your sex, and your activity level. So if you are going in and you are eating back the calories that you burn um, or eating that over the so eating those extra calories, basically, you're going over, you're double dipping. Um, so I hope that makes sense. I know that's a little confusing, but you're already accounting for your calorie burn for exercise with that activity multiplier. So when it's asking your activity level, you're accounting for the calories that you get for exercise. So when you eat extra calories after you exercise, you've double dipped in the exercise calorie pool. So you're no longer in a calorie deficit. If that's what you had figured up for fat loss, you're now probably breaking even at maintenance if you're eating those extra calories back. Um, And then two, like I said before, uh, fitness trackers are highly inaccurate. So it might tell you that you burned 500 calories. You may have really burned 300 calories. So again, I never recommend eating back the calories that you've burned. One, because you've already accounted for those with your activity level when you've set your calories. And two, because the fitness trackers are really inaccurate and you don't know if that's the actual amount of calories that you did burn. Um, So again, I hope that makes sense. I know that might be a little confusing, but the short answer is no, don't do that. Um, And then lastly, I did want to touch a little bit on... um, metabolic adaptation and what will happen with these, um, you know, pieces of, and what happens with your daily energy expenditure as we diet. So, um, I know people get freaked out about metabolic adaptation and they think like, I need to do something to avoid my body adapting, um, you know, to lower calories and blah, blah, blah. The thing is, is that is inevitable when you diet and you get smaller and you lose weight, it takes fewer calories to move and maintain a smaller body. So as you lose weight, your BMR will decrease. It it is science. There's no way around that. So as you get smaller, BMR is going to decrease. Um, and then as you eat fewer calories, because you're eating fewer calories to keep weight loss moving down, then your thermic effect of food is going to decrease as well because you're eating less food. So there's less food to digest. So again, fewer calories are are being burned there. 
And then your uh, TEE, your thermic effect of exercise is also going to decrease because a smaller body has fewer calories to expend. Um, And that goes back to the BMR. I know I've talked about it before with people who um, weigh more, their BMR is going to be higher than someone who, you know, weighs significantly less. So um, the heavier you are, the higher your BMR is going to be. Um, So as you get smaller, again, those things are going to decrease. So um, exercise activity calories will decrease. Your TEF is going to decrease. Your BMR is going to decrease. And your NEAT will also decrease um, unknowingly, really. So it's it's things, even if you um, set a step goal, things that you don't even think about will um, decrease. So it might be things like you sit versus standing. Um, you talk slower, you fidget less. So little things like that, that will add up to, you know, calories burned throughout the day, your body will naturally um, slow down and try to conserve energy however it can to, again, because um, it knows that there's fewer fewer calories coming in. So it does what it can to conserve energy through just like simple little things like that. So when you hear, um, women who diet down and they lose their menstrual cycle. Um, This is one of those things that it is not a necessity. Um, Reproducing is not a necessity and having your your periods not a necessity to keep you alive. So your body will say, nope, not going to do that Um, in in order to conserve energy. So again, that's just something kind of off topic, but on topic. But again, it's one of those things that your body does what it can to... um, you know, keep from burning more and more calories because it knows that less calories are coming in. So all of those things will decrease as you diet down. Um, That's normal. Again, there is no way to avoid, um, you know, your body adapting to those calories that's as you diet, that is just part of it. Now, um, reverse dieting and increasing calories after you diet is hugely important I've done a whole podcast on uh, reverse dieting um, and how you can do it. So definitely recommend listening to that if you have not. Um, But again, the metabolic adaptation, that is just part of dieting down. So I did want to touch on that and um, make sure that everyone understands that as you lose weight, that those things will decrease as well. Um, So yeah, I know this one was probably a little different from some of the other episodes um, that I've done, but I did want to touch on... Um, those things so that you guys understand what goes into uh, the calories that your body burns throughout the day, the things that you should really focus on in terms of um, your calories. And then, you know, the one thing that you shouldn't worry with, which is your calorie burn during exercise. So I hope this one's helpful. Um, as always, you know, I appreciate you guys spending 20 minutes or so with me, listening to me ramble. Um, I appreciate when you share the episode. So thank you for tuning in today and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.